You're not alone when it comes to trying new shiny diets, each one promising to make you feel incredible until you realize it's making you feel hungry and deprived and damaging your confidence a little more than the last diet you tried. Hello and thank you so much for tuning in to the Anti-Diet Podcast Show, a podcast on a mission to help you break free from yo-yo dieting and equip you with evidence-based advice so you can feel more confidence in yourself without ever feeling deprived. I'm Farah Karamburi, a deep health practitioner practitioner, an author, a keynote speaker, and the founder of the 30-Day Anti-Diet Challenge. Each episode is created to help you take one step forward in your weight loss journey without being on a diet. Each day, I will bring you a wealth of knowledge about how you can lose weight without being on a diet. And each week, I'm going to be joined by a guest or a client that's going to give us the insights and the expert advice in the world of well-being. So together, we can learn from real-life trial and triumphs. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our Monday morning live. How are you guys doing? What have you been up to over the weekend? Hope you've had a good weekend. I certainly did. I uh, was uh, full of different events this weekend for me. Uh, had a bar- family barbecue. My niece's 12th birthday party was celebrated at my brother's house. That was lovely. Uh, my nieces uh, from the other side, from my husband's side, they came over for the weekend and they haven't been for a while due to the lockdown. Uh, we we went to Stroke, Stoke Bruen. I can't ever say the word. Stoke Bruen. That's it. So it's a canal. Uh, for most people who live around Milton Keynes probably know about this. Um, a little canal. There's a pub there with a little shop for an ice cream. We took a little picnic from Morrison's, sat down next to the boats coming in, the barge. Uh, it was really nice, very pleasant, really good weekend weather as well. So really nice and uh, lovely weekend actually. Different to usual as we kind of seem to work quite a lot on the weekend and we gave ourselves a little break. Still managed to fit in a few things around there like you do. So I want to talk to you today about how life is unpredictable and how you need to think proactively. That you are the ninja of your life management. That's what I want to talk to you about. So how are you going to show up this week? What are your plans? What have you put in place that's going to give you the results that you're looking for? Whether you are um, part of my coaching right now, if it's any of my clients watching, or whether you're going solo doing this on your own, how are you going to show up in terms of your week, in terms of making progress in your week? So just to give you an example of myself, there's a certain things that I do each Sunday, each Saturday that actually prepares me for the week ahead. Now, if I'm being totally honest, um, I haven't actually prepared my meals this week. So I'm not feeling so brave doing this live, actually teaching people to do this, but not done it myself. However, it's a rare occasion. Well, a couple of occasions that that's happened in. However, I have a plan. I have a plan. I have two turkey mints in the fridge and I'm going to make burgers and put them in them. They're, they're very quick. Like for me, that's 15 minute work and they'll be done today's lunchtime and ready for the whole week. So that's what I'm going to do. So my reason for doing that is that a one hour of Sunday ritual is worth a five hours of kind of weekly weekday scramble for me. So if I wasn't prepared for my lunches, if I wasn't thinking what I'm going to have, because I have a plan, I don't feel like I'm going into my day without thinking about what is it that I'm going to eat. When you don't have a plan, this is when things can go off track. And if you are... um, 
whether, like I said, if you are coaching with me and my, my, some of my clients will be listening to this as well, you will have a plan from Sunday onwards because you know that if you don't have a plan, you tend to go in the kitchen when you're hungry. That's when you lose your power. So if you want to be in power, if you want to have control, you don't want to go in the kitchen at one o'clock when you had your breakfast at eight to figure out what you're going to make for lunch if you haven't put any thought process in it over the weekend while shopping. So most of my clients will be now, they know what they're having. If you're not, if you don't know and you think, well, I see how I feel like it or I'll just go to the shops and get it, then you're never going to achieve the results that you're looking for because you're going to make choices which are compromised, i.e. the shops may not have what you want. You don't know what's in it. You may not know how to read the labels. So you're thinking you're eating something healthy. I told you guys this before that when I was doing the eating out guide, I couldn't believe some of the sources and how many calories they had in it. Being somebody who's health conscious, I always used to order salad. This is years back, by the way, uh, for example, in ZZ's. And then I realized that ZZ's actually has so much calories in their, um, in their sources that it wasn't actually worth having this particular salad anymore. But that comes from the knowledge and in-depth looking at this particular thing. So think about what is it that you're going to have for lunch every single day. For me, it's Monday to Friday. On the weekends, I'm a little more relaxed. What are you doing? So you know that one hour of Sunday ritual, the Sunday thing that you have uh, practiced in the past is worth five hours of weekday scramble. You also know that one reoccurring <laughs> and loud beeping on your phone in terms of you reminding you of doing certain things. So for example, if you're not great at drinking water, perhaps putting an alarm on to your phone every two hours to remind you to have a glass will help you to achieve that goals. Now you can't just write a goal down. Goals, nothing without action. So if you've put down, I'm going to start drinking from today, Monday's the day where people have massive goals. And I often talk about this on a Monday because I know, I know some of you are thinking, right, I've had a heavy weekend and now I'm going to get back on track, get back on track. So you keep playing this little game with yourself where you probably make these big goals and they kind of last for two days because they're too big, the goals are. So, and also, how are you going to do these? How are you going to take the right steps towards these goals? That's really important. So thinking about, Uh, putting this reminder on your phone may sound a bit like, really, I don't need to do that. I'm going to remember what you haven't remembered so far. And this is one of your problems, dehydration, for example. Dehydration is causing you headaches. It's causing you a multitude of problems. So why are you taking chance after chance? Why don't you use your phone, which is there for this reason, and put the alarm on, put it on. And it goes, it's reoccurring alarm. It doesn't stop. It just reminds you and yes, it will get annoying at times and you want to turn it off. And I have to have alarms for things like if I'm, I was taking some antibiotics last week for my tooth um, and I couldn't remember them because I don't take antibiotics normally or any medication. So then to remember those, my husband actually, in fact, he put the alarm for me because I kept forgetting them. And with antibiotics, you have to take them certain hours apart. But by doing that, as soon as my alarm went off, I can make a choice at least it's reminding me in my busy day. And you're all busy, by the way. You're not getting less busier. So don't think one day this you're going to get better at this and start being more uh, realistic with what's going on. So if you haven't drunk water for the last year, which is very normal for a lot of people, by the way, um, the first thing you want to do is start to increase your water. Maybe put three d- lots of alarms and then 
build up from there or even once a day, starting for once a day. I always say go small. Okay, so a reoccurring alarm, calendar, cell phone reminder is worth a thousand forgotten promises, which is what my point was. And you know about the power of post-it notes or schedule structures and systems. So when people come into my 30-day challenge, I have got a plan for them in terms of what they should eat. It's a hands guide which teaches them how much protein, carbs and healthy fats they should have. Now, I don't expect them to remember this um, even within 30 days. And I know what for, for fact one of my clients actually decided after one week she was not going to she doesn't need to use this so she was going to remember it herself what actually happened was she didn't remember the portion sizes and actually uh, ended up having a result that she wasn't impressed with so really important to actually if you are following a structure I don't care what you're following if you're going through a diet now if you're following anything that you've seen on uh, tv whatever it is if you're going to do it then print off something, put it on your fridge as a reminder. Remember, if you don't take any action, don't make any changes, you're not going to see the result. And so far right now, if you haven't seen the result, that's because of that. Now, this might not just be food. It could be taking some deep breaths when you're facing with stressful eventuality, when you're facing with stressful situation. If you have young kids, maybe, and they are uh, constantly, you know, making a noise and you're really getting fed up and tired, it's maybe putting some post-it notes where you can see to kind of calm down because you do not want to shout at them because that's not what you want to do. If that's what you don't want to do, if that's one of your goals, then remind yourself around the house with these post-it notes, calm down, take deep breaths, drink a glass of water, uh, go to a different room, go down the stairs, up and down the stairs 10 times, change your state. These little things are helpful. Then They are called taking action versus being fluffy. They're not being fluffy, by the way. I think a house with loads of post-it notes and a plan for the food and a board which has ideas on it, I think it's a working functional house versus everything in your head, but nobody actually knows what you're doing. Um, and you yourself don't actually know because you can't see it. Whiteboard right in front of me. I'm constantly writing things down here. We have one in the kitchen. We have one in the office downstairs. I have a small one where I teach as well. So really important to actually, maybe if you haven't invested in a whiteboard to do it, it will make your life absolutely better I promise you that so these are the actionable steps we're talking about not fluffy stuff not just thinking about I'm going to do this one day but actually taking some steps to make these changes okay so there's no you know also there's no situation no social gathering no stomach rumble that you cannot survive so if you're on a health weight loss journey and you're thinking about you've got some events coming up or you're going out with dinner with someone it doesn't matter. You can still go and do those. You know, if you're eating only certain foods versus all the other foods, then you know you're, you're going to withstand that. You're going to be okay not to eat that one day. You're going to be okay not to order the pizza on a Friday night once if you don't want to have it. If you don't want to have it. Nothing wrong with pizza, by the way. Quite like it myself. And no matter how fantastic anticipating, planning and strategizing are, more importantly, remembering the essentials. The essentials are what? What are the essentials that you are looking for? So you're looking for actions more important than any plan. Stop planning, guys. We've done the planning. We've done so much planning. We need to take action out of all the plans that you've made on Monday today. What is the action you're taking? The action you're taking is you have got your meal prepared before you're going out for lunch. You have got your walk prepared that you're going to definitely do the 10,000 steps. You're going to do a workout with weights somewhere, me or somewhere else. You're going to do some 10 minute of yoga challenge that you've taken part in. 
whatever it is, the 30 burpees that I've put in my challenge in my group, whatever it is that you have a plan that you're going to take an action, not just look at it. Behaviors is how you're going to show up are more important than outcomes. It doesn't actually matter. Did you actually do the whole of the 30 burpees or you didn't? That's not the point here. The point is, did you try? The point is, did you show up? The point is, did you get ready to do those? Or oh, I managed 15 only? Or it doesn't matter. That's the outcome. Your behavior was, well, I put, I've set a time aside. I got there ready to do this, but it could only manage 15 because that's all I can manage. That's completely fine. So it's not about the outcomes. It's about your behavior. You planned your meal. You took it with you and it fell. It fell and broke or something happened to it. Doesn't matter. You planned to take it with you. So that's a one-off thing. Your behaviors was correct. You don't give up on it afterwards. Uh, let's see what examples. Your, your water, you've, you have pl- actioned, you, your action you're taking is that you're going to have an alarm system set up. Your alarm goes off, your water, is it there next to you? Right, that's one of the action points. You take a sip. Okay, you didn't manage the two liters, doesn't matter. You manage 500 milliliters instead of two liters. Well, that for me is a progress and your behaviors were correct. With These are behaviors that are gonna lead to the two liters. Does that make sense? Not the two liters plan, which not nothing's happened to it because it's a piece of plan that hasn't gone into action. Really important. So, and... The other important thing is consistency, that we don't just do it for a week. We don't just do it for a month. This is a destina- not a destination, it's a journey. You've got to drink water for the rest of your life. So plan, prepare for something that is going to work for you for the rest of your life. Not the times you're with me because I'm coaching you and because I'm on your case. Not because you are going to be, you are doing this particular diet and it tells you in there to, to actually drink water because you need to drink water for be uh, to flush out your system we need water in our bodies our bodies are made of 65 percent water if you're having alcohol on the weekend you are literally dehydrated you need more water on a monday these things are important to remember so you can recover better so you're more productive so you're more alert and helps with weight loss as well uh just a little bit better beats perfection okay so if you last week said to yourself I am going to start my diet but failed by Monday. Okay, that's okay. What is it that you did do in those three days, which was amazing, that you absolutely stuck to it? It could be that you said, oh my God, I have no... So when I talk to my clients, they're like, don't problem with lunch, Farah. I've always made my lunch. Okay, that's not your problem. So that's, you know that this is going to work. But what is the things that were hard? Oh, the emotional eating was hard. Well, I keep picking. I don't know why I keep picking. Okay, how, how did you deal with that? How, what steps did you take to come forward? Well, on a, on a Tuesday when I went towards this jar where I was going to pick some granola, I decided that I'm going to stop myself and think, why am I doing this? Because that's one of the things I teach. Okay, so I thought about it and I thought, oh my God, I'm not hungry. I'm actually just bored and I'm, I'm just going to pick on this granola. So I'm going to actually try not to have it. So I put the lid back on and I push the granola out of the way, out of my sight so I don't keep thinking about it. I go and do some ironing and I fold some clothes or I go on my Facebook or I watch something to distract myself from there. That's called taking an action towards your goal. Hopefully that makes sense. Just a little bit better. If the second time you've gone on to get the granola, okay, well, the first time you already made an improvement there. 
So in the past weeks, you would have just had it and had it and had it. This time you've stopped and thought about it. You still had it afterwards, but you still that thought process that you had means that you started the road to recovery from emotional eating. And that's what we're looking for. Little bit better, not perfection. One small thing at a time gets you where you want to go. Take that approach. Don't take the big heroic approach that doesn't work. It doesn't work, guys. Well, great for some people who are listening to this and they're like, what she's talking about because I stopped, I quit smoking, I quit this. Well, great for you, for the general public, for most of us, it doesn't work. So I'm going to continue to 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 pass this message. One small thing at a time gets you where you want to go. These principles that we've just talked about, they support the power of less and, the, and, and more power of doing. Power of doing, guys. So the outcome-based decision-making Ask this question all the time from yourself. What actions have I taken today to get towards my goal? And make decisions that are less based on your fear and what you should do. If you catch yourself saying, should, I should, I should, you need to question that. That's discomfort. So instead, make more life-affirming choices like full of hope and joy and love and optimism and play. Make those decisions. And decide based on what truly nourishes your body and soul. So that's not just food. That's kind of meditation walks. I promise you yesterday being out in nature made me feel so much better. It really did. And I was saying to my husband last night, um, we need to do more walks over the weekend. We need to find some like um, kind of foresty type places where we can be. Because actually it's true. Being around nature, waterfall gives you energy, guys. It really does. You know, you can only, I can keep saying it, but you can go and feel it for yourself. I'm a, and I'm not a great walker, by the way. I, I haven't walked in my life at all. Uh, and this is all new for me. This has come from lockdown, really, when I started to walk. But I'm con- starting my walk today, continuous walks of 10,000 steps with a friend of mine, Sarah. And we're going to see if this group can become bigger. If you want to come and join us, I'll give you some details of it. Let me see if I show up first before I give out to everybody else. So, Decide based on what truly nourishes your body and soul, your deepest values and your priorities, including great nutrition and deep health. Your values are going to make you feel comfortable. If it's not in your values to do something, don't do it. Stop doing it. Stop it. You know inside your heart it doesn't feel right. So why do you keep doing it? To make other people happy, but you're happy to make yourself unhappy? Well, that needs to stop somewhere. That needs to stop because making other people happy and yourself unhappy is a very selfish act on your own soul and then this particular act isn't going to take you towards a road of recovery you just keep doing stuff for other people so when it doesn't feel right and you're like oh I'm not sure about this then think about it first talk to someone about it should I do this or should I not and be accountable to you coaches are great you know we are guides we are resources, but you are the boss. You are the expert of your own experience. Your data, I don't have it. You have your data. You need to see what's going on with you and you have the power to change. You have the power to, I'll give you the tools, but you have power to change. Your life is what you make it and your body reflects on what you put into it. Okay, you can now see yourself in the mirror right now today. Your body reflects what you put into it both through action and mindsets, just not only food, by the way, guys. We talked about six things, um, six pillars to creating deep health, and I'm still actually writing about that. I think it's pillar number four I discussed today in my post. 
Plan the ways which you are accountable to you and your body and keep building your own owner's manual, manual, which means that you keep gathering your own data and figuring out what works for you. For some of you, breakfast might not be important and that's okay. Regardless of what you've heard in the past, if you don't feel hungry, and I have asked, I've put my clients on this. There's not a diet, by the way. It's not even an intermittent fasting for some of them. I don't believe in any diets. I'm very much of you think about what works for you. But I'll give you some ideas. If someone's saying to me, I hate breakfast, Farah. I've heard that I must have it. I must have it. Don't have it. Don't have your breakfast. Just skip it and go straight to lunch. It doesn't matter to have breakfast or not. But if you get to lunch and you want to eat the entire kitchen, then something isn't right. But if you get to lunch and you have your two uh, egg omelette with some vegetables and a bit of fruit, well, that's complete breakfast, really nourishing, and you're fine and satisfied, great. Then lunch is at, I don't know, five. That's okay. If you're on a weight loss journey, if you want to put weight on, that was not going to stack up well because there's not enough calories going into your body. But that can work if you want to skip the breakfast. It doesn't matter. What works for you doesn't work for another person. I'm a very much of a breakfast person. I have to have my breakfast, especially because I work out in the mornings. However, I have noticed since I started doing Zoom where I'm not working out, I'm teaching more Zoom workouts we've been doing for past week and a week actually. Uh, I don't actually feel hungry for breakfast. And I'm actually contemplating should I have it because I don't want to put anything in my body that I don't want. But let's see, I'm observing myself. I don't have a set plan either. So this is what I want to say to you that plan the ways which you are accountable to you. Make it easier for you and your body and keep building your own data. Practice on. It's a daily thing to practice on, guys. So thank you so much for watching, for being with me this morning of the 20 minute live. Really appreciate your, uh, your company. And I will see you tomorrow with a brand new topic. Be sure to join. Thanks for the thumbs up, guys. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye for now. Hey, everybody. This is Farah again. I wanted to invite you to the best thing I've ever created inside the Deep Health community. It's a challenge and we call it the 30-Day Anti-Diet Challenge. Every professional woman is one challenge away from achieving the life where she can gain control over her health and her weight loss. I've created this challenge to help you lose up to 10 pounds in weight no matter where you are in your weight loss journey. This challenge is going to help you to understand why the diets you've tried in the past that haven't worked and why eating this way can revolutionize the way you look at food and transform your body and create that ultimate success. I recommend highly you do this right now. Stop this video, pause it, go online and press the 30dayantidietchallenge.com and join the next challenge. The next challenge starts in few days.